Um, welcome back to our, our, our continuing, continuing journey through Hilkos Tefillah. Um, I think it's our 16th session. If anybody's, if anybody's any bored and has ideas how to shake things up, please, please let me know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this, but you guys have been most listening. So. Um, again, our, our learning should be as close for, 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 the, for the Chayalim and the Chatufim, a little bit more in Aza and Gavol Tzafon. I have a friend who had an, had an age story over Shabbos, no, over Shabbos last week. He's in some Mutzav in the northern border. Um, he and everybody else were out on a seor, but usually they're just stand there. But they're out on a, out on a seor, and the Mutzav was hit by, by, by one of those nuntats um, while they were out on a, on a seor. And the entire, place, the entire thing was burnt down. So it's, like, it's, it's crazy. The guys, I saw him over Shabbos. But, um, but it's, uh, it's a really, it's really, really, it's like, it's a nice situation. And I think, Mirat Hashem, our learning and our tefillah should be a for, we shouldn't need to have such stories, but such, such stories of that sort. Um, so our, our, our topic today is Shomea Ka'one. We're going to deal with Shomea Ka'one, hopefully as a broader sagya, but through the lens of a particular issue coming up in Hilkos Tefillah. So let's start with the source of Shomea Ka'one in Sukkot Avlam Chas, because that's where Rashi discusses the particular angle about, in, 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 regarding, 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 regarding Hilkos Tefillah. So the Gemara in Sukkot says as follows, This is a brace about, about Hallel. I'm sorry if, they, sorry if I didn't make that clear. That if the Chazan says Barakabah, everybody else responds with Shem Hashem, and that works. You're Yotzi Hallel. If, if, if you say have to pass the Chazan, the Chazan says have to pass up. From here you see Shemiah Ka'one, that you don't have to, you know, that if you, it's a chiyot to say things, you don't actually have to recite them. As long as you're listening, you could be Yotzi. Good. Rashi explains, Regarding Barakabah, the person after the Pasuk, you're somik on, you're somik on, somik on the Chazan. That's the principle of Shomea Ka'one. If you skip down to the third line of Rashi, Rashi says, From the, from the principle of Shomea Ka'one, we see a Chiddush regarding, regarding Hukostila. Let's say you daven Elong Shmon Esrei. So you're still in the middle of Shmon Esrei, and the Chazan is up to Kedusha. So we're going to see the Gemara in a second. The Gemara says you shouldn't be mafsek. You can't respond to Kedusha in the middle of your own Shemun Esrei. So it sounds like you just miss Kedusha because you can't respond to Kedusha and you're in the middle of Shemun Esrei and you can't be mafsek. Rashi says, I have a patent. I have a way out. What are you supposed to do? Why can't you just be silent? Hear what the Chazan is saying. Hear what the Tzibor is saying. You're, being, you're listening to Kedusha. And then you are as if you are responding. And when Kedusha is over, then you continue Shemun Esrei where you left off. So Rashi says this principle of Shemayak Ona gives us a solution for those people that are davening, davening long Shemun Esrei. They want to daven with the Kavana, so davening long Shemun Esrei, but they want to also be Yotzei Kedusha. So what do they do? When the, when the Chazan is up to Kedusha, they should be silent, listen to the Chazan, Vyotse Kedusha through Shemiah Ka'one, and then continue along their journey of their Kavana in Shemona Esra. Fantastic. So, and that Rashi quotes us from the Ka'onim, that is a way to, to have your cake and eat it too, to have it along Shemona Esra and still be Yotse, still, still be Yotse Kedusha. Um, the source of this is the Gemara in, in Brachos, Afkaf Aleph on the base. This is the, the what to do when there's a conflict between Kedusha and Shemona Esra, right? So the Gemara says, Amar Avuna, Haniklas the base Knesses, Umatzat Sibar Shemis Let's say you enter Shul, and it's the Tzibor is already on Shemun Esrei. You get to Shul late for Mencha. The Tzibor is in the middle of Shemun Esrei. Im Yaakov lehaschel v'ligmor, ad shelo yagiyah shli Tzibor lemodim, yismalel. If you could start your Shemun Esrei and finish before the Shli Tzibor gets to Modim, then you should start. 
But if you can't make it, you can't finish Mount Esri by the time the Chazan gets out to Modim, you shouldn't start at all, but you have to respond to Modim. If you have a then you have to start and finish your Shmon Esrei before the Shlitzibor gets to Kedusha. So you walk in, a couple minutes late, everybody's up to the third Barakah Shmon Esrei, or around there. If you know you could dive in quickly, such that you will be able to finish Shmon Esrei before the Chazan gets up to Kedusha, so then you can start and finish... Sorry? There are two opinions in the Gemara, yeah. We, we, we're going to pass, we pass from Kedusha, Kedusha and Shulchan Aruch. Um, that you're that, that um, you're supposed to start and finish Mount Esrei before the guy gets up to Kedusha. But if you can't, so then you just wait to answer Kedusha, and then you start your Shmon Esrei afterwards. The Gemara says, what do we see from these statements? You look at the last line of the Gemara, the Kuliyama Mia Mitzak Lopasak. You can't actually respond to Kedusha in the middle in the middle of Shmon Esrei. So the Gemara is clear. You can't respond to Kedusha in the middle of Shmon Esrei. But Rashi says you can at least be silent and then be Yodzei Kedusha through Shomei Ka'ona. Fantastic. So why does um, Rabbi Yeshua hold what he holds? Oh, okay, good. So the Gemara says, I skipped out those lines in the Gemara. The Gemara says, because Rabbi Yeshua holds that even a Yachid could, could, could say Kedusha by himself. That, 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 God willing, that would, be a, that would be a separate topic. What does it mean, a Yachid Omer Kedusha? Um, so God willing, God willing, God willing works for that. So when a word trained that you can only say Kedusha in a minion, Maybe there's a possibility of a yachid saying kedusha as well under certain circumstances, and that's why even if you miss kedusha at Sibor, you could still make it up yourself individually. Um, that's the first opinion of the Gemara, but, but we don't pass them like that. We pass them like we pass them like the second opinion. Um, good. So Tosfos over Tosfos and Sukkah quotes Rashi that if you are davening Shemun Esrei and you get up to and the Chazan gets up to kedusha, you should just you should just be silent. And Tosfos points out that it seems to be against this Gemara. Look at the third line of Tosfos in source number three, um, towards the end of the line. He quotes Rashi. What does the Gemara say to do? You, you walk in late to Shul. You're supposed to not start your Shemun Esra. You're missing Tefillah B'Tzibor such that you can respond to Kedusha. But according to Rashi, what could you just do? So start your Shemun Esrei whenever you want, and then, then just stop when the Chazan gets there. And that way you're being Yotzei Kedusha. So according to Rashi, why does the Gemara say you have to wait to start your Shemun Esrei until after the Chazan gets up to Kedusha? Just start your Shemun Esrei now. You're not going to finish. You're going to be in the middle, but you're able to be Yotzei Kedusha through Shemun Ka'ona. So what do you guys think? So yeah, what does what Soso say at the end? Even though you are Yotze Kedusha through Shomei Ka'one, it's better to respond verbally. So what do we make of this? What does this and teach? That's more important than Davini And that's even more important than Davini Betzibor, which gets us back to our previous topic. Good, good. That gets us back to previous topic. You're saying Shomei with the 10. Yeah, with the 10. You want to check in with the 10, but it's actually more important to check in with Kedusha. Yes, yes. 100%. So this is solid. This is dependent on two different questions. Number one is, how important is Davini Betzibor? We discussed this way back when. Maybe Davini Betzibor is just a Milo. You know, it's not a Chiyav at all. It's just a good thing to do. But it's really no Chiyav, no Mitzvah. There's no obligation to have in the Tibor, but there might be an obligation to respond to Kedusha. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something we'll have to discuss. And number two is, are you really catching Tzvila B'Tzibor if you start late? This, this, is, this is what Stephen was, this is what Stephen, Stephen was going to say. Um, are you, if, at what point, the Tzibor starts from Esri at a certain point altogether, let's assume. If you walk in and start from Esri when they're up to Simshalom, like five minutes into it, are you Yotzi Tzvila B'Tzibor? Mm-hmm. At what point along that Shimon Esri are you able to be Mitzari if that Tzvila B'Tzibor? 
So it's a major machokas, it's a major machokas according. But Moshe Feinstein, so the prima Godem has a possibility that you have to start at the same time. And the Bironacha quotes this. You mamish have to start at the same time in order to catch the field of the Tzibor. That's why all these people are very, 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 um, I, I want to say, I can't use the technical psychological terms now. Um, <laughs> sorry, my wife is a psychologist. She always tells me I can't say these things in public but, um, or private. But if somebody is very, very nervous about about the field of the they have to start mamish at the same time as the rest of the Tzibor. But Moshe Feinstein is a tshuva, he's like, that, that doesn't seem to make any sense because Nobody's the tzibur is not davening at the same pace anyway. And when I'm at the kelakadosh, people here with kavana are still in, they're still in the middle, still in, still in the middle of, of maginavos. So you have to start in, in an overlapping fashion. Yeah, then Ramosha is saying that the pace of the amida has to be the same. But what about the, the... To start? Yes, Ramosha Ramosha tries to prove in the fact that the pace doesn't have to be the same. That it doesn't you don't you don't have to start at the same time. As long as you're overlapping in your shemana esrei, that's going to be enough. Like when we wait, when the guy, like the tzibur waits for like the ten to start. Right, so that might, be, that might be a separate thing. That you might need ten to start together. But in terms of mites, Ramosha's tshuva is about me being sorry to the ten people that already started together. So he says, as long as people are still davening Shemana Esrei, you, 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 you could jump in. Do you need the ten to start together? So that's a, that's a separate shot. <laughs> so Ramosha, I think Ramosha argues yes. Ramosha argues yes. Ravavadya okay, says you just need six. You, you need six. ten people davening in the room and six people six people starting together. Now we're, well, the next topic is the Kedusha after uh, the Amida at uh, Mara for... Oh, yeah. So, God willing, God willing, we'll get there. How many people do you have to wait for? Yeah. Right? Do you yeah, have to yeah, wait yeah. for that sad that gets snobbing in the corner who's taking yeah. six minutes, seven, yeah. no, ten minutes of Shmanas, right? Ten o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when I, was, I was in the mirror for a couple of Venezuelans, so there was always, there was this big tzaddik, I don't know who he was, but he sat he sat in the front right corner. Shacharis and Mincha, he dove in like a regular, a regular mirror Shmanas, right? Mara, he was snobbing Shmanas, right, for like two hours. I once went over to him afterwards and I just asked him, like, well, you, you have any itzos for tefillah? Just as you had, just, he just told me, you have to daven, daven, you have to daven, daven with kavana. No, it was, I guess it wasn't like a rabbinical type of person. But I, don't, I never figured out what his story was, why he davened for two hours, two hours, literally. He was standing in the corner there, at Mara, forgetting what time Mara was, but he davened in the front, front right corner for like two hours. Sorry? Shalom Bayes. Shalom Exactly. Shalom Shalom, yes. So, um, but Rashi is telling you that it's better to daven, better, better to say Kedusha yourself and to be Yotze through Shemiah Ka'one, and that's more important than perhaps davening Vitzibor. What, is, what, what might that tell us about Shemiah Ka'one? Right, it's, it could be, it's not that, let's, we'll get there in a second. Maybe it's a half second in its fila, but it's Vidyeva, it sounds like. It's not, it's not ideal. Um, what would that mean for our Kiddushes? And let's say, you know, people here have, uh, have, have spouses and children that are over Barabbas Mitzvah. Everybody is Chayiv in Kiddush Midoresa. How are people Yotze in Kiddush? One person makes Kiddush and be mostly everybody. The Magad Abraham even says that's ideal because Barov Hamadras Melech. So Ola Shabbos, one of the commentaries inside of Shachan Arkham Shabbos says, but Shemiah Ka'one, according to this Rashi, is only, is only Bidyavid. So it's even better, perhaps, according for, to Tosfos. According to, to Tosfos' interpretation of Rashi, it's only Bidyavid. So maybe it's better for everybody to make their own Kiddush according to this. So maybe it's from that. People tell me the Hasidim, often everybody above, all the, all the men at least, above our mitzvah, make their own Kiddush. Sorry? They do, they, everybody says it together. Says, so maybe that's based on this, that according to Ola Shabbos, it's only, Shemek Kone as a phenomenon is only B'diavid. It's not, it doesn't seem to be normative halakha. We rely on Shemek Kone even the Chavkila. Fantastic. Is that really Shemek Kone? Is that Arvus? No, we're going to get to the end. Arvus is the Yatsa Motzi. Arvus is... Yeah. Oh, that's the Motzi. Yeah, yeah. Good. 
But now, now let's deal with the with the with the hefsek issue. Tosfos says ve'ishomrim. We go back to the to the second to last line of the, of the Tosfos. Ve'ishomrim shan. Okay, second. Bemodem. Sorry, sorry. The, the second to last line of Tosfos, the middle of the line. Elavadai imayashosek ha'yisashimiyaso hafsakas tfilaso. Tosfos says you can't follow Rashi. Why? Because Shemayah Kohanim works. If you are in the middle, you're in the middle of your Shemun Esrei and you're silent, you listen to the Chazan, you are Yotzei Kedusha. The very fact you're Yotzei Kedusha and Shemayah Kohanim means that you are being mafsik in the middle of your Shemun Esrei, which you can't do. They perform in Tosfos, what are you supposed to do? If you're saying Shemun Esrei and the Chazan gets out to Kedusha, just continue davening. Continue davening silently or quietly. We, you know, we had a shir. Are we supposed to be Shemayah Kohanim? I'm Shemayah Try to be, do it in a way that's not going to disturb, disturb, the, disturb the person next to you, but you're supposed to continue davening. So now we have two opinions. According to Rashi, Shemiyah Kona works. It's not a hapsik. It's totally fine. According to Tosfo, Shemiyah Kona works in the middle of Shemonesrei, but it, it works so well that it's a hapsik. So what do we suppose, what do we make of, the, of these opinions? Why would it, why would it work? Um, why, why would it work but it be, be hapsik? And why would it work but, but not be hapsik? Just to note, there's a really a third opinion there in the Rishonim. I gave you the, the Piskei Rebbe, source number four, on top of the next page. Piskei Rebbe says that Shemiyah Kona doesn't work at all. For 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 kedusha. Um, if you look at the second line, this is just a this is just a um, this is going to be a, an intro to a to a, to a later topic. It says the afav de amar shemayak kaone hani mili bevrachos of a bekidush bekidush which really could be kedusha umodim and the famine hishmiraba shin kilusin chashuv in the feyamakom inu yotzei deichova at shemotzi bepiv ematzibor. So Shemiyah Kohen works for Kiddush, it works for Megillah, it works for Halo, but doesn't work for Kilusin Chashubin of the Feyamakom, things that are very, very lofty and very important, like Kedusha. We're going to have to discuss, does Shemiyah Kohen work for davening? We have a Chazan being Motsi people in Tvila, but maybe that's not Shemiyah Kohen, maybe it's only in the context of a Zebra. Let's say you only have two people. One person's davening, one person doesn't know how to daven. Could you be Yodse through Shemiyah Kohen? What about benching? One and one and one. We know three people have a zimun. What about one and one for mentioning? The words come out of your mouth with the zibur, I think. You have to say the words. So Tos, Tos, Piskei Rebbe says, avoid the whole issue. Shemir Hono doesn't work for Kedusha. It only works for things, regular mitzvot like Megillah and like Halo, like, like Kiddush. But things that are kilusin chashuvin, the things which are super important, and then, um, or maybe things that are personal also, where the Yerushalmi Yerushalmi says, um, then you Shemiyakona doesn't work at all. So according to Pesky Ridge, Shemiyakona doesn't work at all. But according to Rashi and Toso, Shemiyakona works. You go to Kedusha if you're silent and listen to Kedusha. But they argue, is that a Hefsek in your Shemona Esrei? So what is the nature of that Machlokas? And what could this teach us about Hefsek in Shemona Esrei and about Shemiyakona? Now God willing is what we'll explore for the next 25 minutes or so. Yeah, Rebelli. Just a side question. Does it require a certain standard of understanding to be Yosef Shemiyakona? That is a great. Ah, so that, that, that's a great. So it's actually there's actually um, the the rush the rush in the seventh bracha brachos quotes the machlokus rishonim about could you be yotzei shemayah kaona if the shemayah if the listener doesn't understand the words that are being said. Um, if you look in the mishabura I think he paskins that as long as you understand the basic content. You, even if you don't understand Hebrew, but you understand this is grace after meals, you understand you're hearing, you're hearing the Megillah story, you understand you're hearing something special about Shabbos, you could be Yotze through Shemayah Ka'ona in that way. Um, but yeah, but, but your point, Ali, is, is Machlok, as we've shown him, the, the rush brings down two days about that. Um, so why would Shemayah, why would being Yotze Tefillah through Shemayah, Kedusha, through Shemayah Ka'ona be Hapsik or not be Hapsik? So there are two basic approaches. One approach is that 
Shemayim ka'ona shouldn't be taken literally. You're not ka'ona. It's not, it's not as if you're saying anything. You're just halakhically yotzei achiv. But maybe that itself is considered a hafsek. Let's say, in the middle of my Shemona Esrei, I go ahead and do a mitzvah. I'm yotzei another mitzvah other than tefillah. Is that considered a hafsek in my Shemona Esrei? What, what other mitzvah might do? What's the case? Let's say you give snuck on the middle of your Shemona Esrei. Something, uh, yeah, something, something registers in Shemayim as a check in your box other than mitzvah tefillah in the middle of your Shemona Esrei. Does that register as a hafsek? So Rav Salvechik argued that maybe this is actually the machlokus between Rashi and Tosos. Both Rashi and Tosos agree, Shamea Ka'one doesn't mean as if you're talking. It's not like it's a hapsik because you're, because you're saying extraneous words. You're not saying anything. Something is happening halakhically, metaphysically. You're getting a, a check in your box in Shemayim for mitzvah's kedusha. And Rashi is like, that's not a hapsik. You're, you're not talking. You're not walking around. You're not doing anything to disturb your Shemona Esrei. Why should that be a hapsik? So what? Wait, what good. So good. So why is it a hefsek? Look, look at our salvation words. Source number five. So the underlying parts. This is not our salvation words. This is my father-in-law's words, but it's hopefully it's an accurate representation of our salvation. So it's Venera de Rabino Tam Zoe Halacha Musuyemes Betfila Hamahava Amida Lefnei Hashem. Betfila is defined as an encounter with Hashem. Umishem Kach Gam Kiyum Mitzvah Midin Shemayak Kaona Beemsa Betfila Havi Hefsek. If you look at the previous line, etzem kiyum ha-mitzvah shokadusha chashab hafsek. The very fact we're being yotzi another mitzvah is considered a hafsek. I think this is a, again intuitively. I think we're like you're serving God. What difference does it make? Right. But what's Ron Salvechik's point is that maybe I think you can say it one of two ways. Tefillah is different. Tefillah is not just doing a mitzvah. Tefillah is, is an encounter with the Kaddish Baruch Let's say you're standing in front of the president and you know the president and you're having a conversation with the president about something. And you know the president loves jumping jacks. So all of a sudden, in the middle of your conversation with the president, you start, you start doing you start doing jumping jacks. I mean, is that considered is that a hefsek? I'm you're thinking in... something different. Picture you're with the, the king. I mean, this goes to Rav Shimon's visualization. Okay. You're standing with the king, and you're in the middle of your bakasha to him. And from the outside comes the calls of uh, the throngs that are waiting for the king to come outside, and they're saying, "God hail the king." And you join in because it'd be chutzpah if you're not you don't join in with their calls. It's the time for them to scream, "God hail the king," and you're standing there. Right, you're saying that that would be a reason why it wouldn't be a hefsek. But I'm saying that that's that's kedusha. That's kedusha. That is that is kedusha. But at the same time, maybe the very fact you're doing another mitzvah is you're having an one-on-one audience. You're supposed to be doing something. It's supposed to be a focused conversation. Now, all of a sudden, you're coming in with, with another mitzvah. You're joining them for you're with me, right? Exactly, exactly. And that's and that's why it might be a hefsek. I think this might get in, might, this might get into a broader discussion. But what's the relationship between different types of mitzvahs? This might be another way, another way of taking it. We have this notion of osik mitzvah, patr mitzvah. Doing one mitzvah, you're patr from all the mitzvahs. The ritzvah says, even if you have the ability to do a second mitzvah, you're still patr, because you're involved in your avodah Hashem in this particular way right this particular way right now. We have a concept of inosim mitzvahs, chavilos, chavilos. You're not supposed to do two mitzvahs at the same time, with the same chavza. You're not supposed to be yotze, I know, what's the case, Nikmar? Havdalah and Dalakosos, I think. I'm forgetting exactly what it is. On the, on the same coast. Um, because you know, it's kapilos, kapilos. I'm forgetting, forgetting the exact case. Um, because you know, this this might be a notion that mitzvos are supposed to be linear. You're supposed to be serve Hashem in a particular way, in a particular in a particular in a particular time with a particular focus. Once you start serving God in this way and that way, you're mixing and matching. Maybe that is considered a hefsek in your particular form of what is Hashem. And therefore, the very fact you're being yotzei a mitzvah of kedusha, even though even though you're not saying anything, according to Tosfos, might be considered a hefsek. Yeah, you're, yeah, because you, this is your mitzvah right now. 
This is your mitzvah right now. There's a, there's a, the Gemara, the Gemara in Pesachim has a machlokas, but that mitzvah is mevatzlo zuudzu. Like if you had, are eating matzah and maror together, according to Mandamar, you're not supposed to have korech, to do the tamim, the taste of the mitzvah is mevatzlo each other. So is that, is, that, is that a problem? So Rebus and Engel has like a longer rikos there, but whether or not, you know, do we say I'm doing a mitzvah, this is the mitzvah I'm doing, or all mitzvahs are connected, I'm serving God in a general way, so what does the difference make on doing two mitzvahs at the same time? I mean, just, I, it's fine, I can eat matzah at the same time, even if there's no particular mitzvah for the, of, of, of Korea. I think it, it might touch on, on this broader issue. Yeah, please. Um, could you be makali between the first three brachos and the rest of Shemon Esrei, like Rav Chaim's Kilvishas of Kavana, and oh. the higher level of Kavana, that may be different than when you just, you know, have to have a general awareness of when you are listening to Hashem? That's fascinating. And in theory, such a chilev would make sense. I, I haven't seen it in the sources, but it's, it's definitely, definitely plausible. Meaning in the sugas of Hefzik, there's no I don't think there's an indication in terms of where you're standing or where, where, you're, where you're standing in Shmonasri would, would make a difference. But Mispara, that's definitely plausible. And just in terms of Osi Mitzvah Pakinaritza, so Rupertstein has an article uh, how like it doesn't apply to Kama Torah, and you know how many colleagues talk about like fundamentally and how yes. Torah again. Um, presumably there there are different mitzvahs which which this rule applies to. So if it you know, you can't say, or of course, there is definitely room to say that you can't just learn all day and not do anything else on the planet and not do any other mitzvahs. Um, presumably, you know, I know you say, but like, it's like a dream, really, you know, it won't, you could say that potentially tefillah is in that same category of like, you could do it all day, but, you know, not necessarily to the exclusion of any other. Is that you're saying these two, these general all-encompassing mitzvahs of Vodos Hashem, we generally don't say, don't say all sick mitzvah patar mitzvah patar mitzvah from. Right. You know, the nafkmin of that would be then you have to give staka if you're not in the middle of Shmonasri, let's say in the middle of Ashri Valatzion. So I think I think Rav Chaim Kanevsky gives you a hetter to not give staka to people to go around in the middle because all sick mitzvah patar mitzvah. But according to but according to, <laughs> but according to is then you would be chayev because you know all sick mitzvah patar mitzvah doesn't apply to tefillah. Um, great. So. Th- if it's a real need. If it's a real need. <laughs> so, th- so this would be one approach that really, it's, shem- it's not about Shemir Ka'onah. Shemir Ka'onah itself wouldn't be a hafzik, but maybe the key mitzvah itself is a hafzik. Just, you know, sometimes you read something from Salvechik, it's called Ayin Animas Karyom. Sometimes I read something from Salvechik and it's like, oh, it sounds like a nice good, it's just creative, it's not, but it's not really there in the sources. Then all of a sudden you do more research and it's like, wow, Salvechik has a lot of, has a lot of parallels, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of, a lot of, I guess a lot of colleagues, both in the contemporary scene and in the in the Rishonim. Over here, just I don't have to read it inside. Um, Barisham Zalman Arbach was asked, "We pass in Shulchan Arach, you're supposed to be like Rashi. You're supposed to be silent and listen to to kedusha." Somebody asked him, "What about Havdalah? Let's say you're in like a yeshiva setting, and there is one central Havdalah in the base Madrash after 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 Marif, and you're having a very long Shmon Esrei. Um, what are you supposed to do then?" So according to, if you follow through with Shitas Rashi, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to be, be quiet in the middle of your Esrei, be Yotzin Adal through Shemayakaona, and then continue on with your Shemon Esrei. And then Shemayakaona later. And then Shemayakaona later. And there you can do later. The Shemayakaona already says that they, they don't have to be connected with the first and you fourth records. Bracha, then, and then you would have to make your own bracha on Shemayakaona yeah, later. And anyway, in the larger Shiva setting where you're standing all the way in the back, you might yeah, have to make yeah. your own bracha on there anyway when you, if you get closer. But if you look in... Look in source number seven. This is a this is a footnote in Shmuel Shalom's Gilchasa. It says, "V'shemati migonu shamazam at arvach shlita." 
the Afshar the Rak bin Brakal Braka Yakalatsis. You should only have in mind to be Yotsni Hatala if you're between Brakos. Avalum Mamish Bemsa Braka. But if you're in the middle of a Brakan Shaman Esray and the Khazan or the whoever it is gets up to Abdallah, you shouldn't stop from Esray. The Kimash is Kabin Latsis, Afshar the Garatveh. Maybe Havdallah is more of a hapsik than Kedusha. Why would Havdallah be more of a hapsik than Kedusha? You're silent. The Kiban Shechiyuv Havdallah Chamur Yosir Mikadish Ugedusha after the Kashif Hapsik. That Kadish and Kedusha, you don't have necessarily have an obligation to get to Shul to hear Kadish Kedusha. If you're in Shul already, we'll discuss this, God willing, then you're supposed to be Mastari to Kadish Kedusha. But Havdallah is a personal Chiyuv on you as a person. So it's more of a Chiyuv, it's more of a mitzvah. Shalom Zalman Arbach raised the possibility that maybe the more of a chiyav it is, the more it, and the more you're being yotze, the more of a need you have to be yotze through Shemiyakona, the more of a hefsek it is. So it's, the car is counterintuitive. You know, you want to be yotze right now, but I have a chiyav to do it, so why can't I use Shemiyakona? But what's the logic of Shalom Zalman Arbach? He doesn't explain. But it sounds like the more of a chiyav it is, the more it's halakhically weighty. The more halakhically weighty it is, the more it becomes a hefsek in the middle of my Shemona Kaddish and Kedusha, according to Rashi, it's not a real chiyuv. It's a ma'ila, it's a mitzvah to respond if you happen to be in shul. So, so that it's connected to Shmona Esrei, right? Kaddish and Kedusha are connected to Shmona Esrei, so it's connected. So, right, right, right. So you got... Oh, good, like, good, good, 100%. So, I, I didn't bring, so Avi, Avi was machavi, and so the Rishonim I didn't put on the sheets. Rabbeinu Yonah, in the back, the back of the Gemara, he has a line like that. He says that maybe it's only not a hefzik by, by, um, by Kedusha, but Kedusha is divri shavak to Hashem anyway, and that's what happens to Elizabeth. I'm forgetting the exact formulation, but, it, but, but, but something of that sort. So then only Kaddish and Kedusha wouldn't be a Hefzeg, maybe Hefzeg would be. So, but Rosh Hashanah Arbach is not working within the world. He's working within, a, then, otherwise he would just say that. He's working within the world of, that, um, that maybe, that it's not a, not a Hefzeg, sorry, Kaddish and Kedusha is not a Hefzeg, but it's not a real Chiyah. Things that are a real Chiyah would be a Hefzeg. What's the logic? Sounds like, sounds like Rabbi, sounds like, like Rabbi Saldechik. Fundamentally, a Kiyah mitzvah, or fulfillment of a Chiyah, Registers as a hefsek in the middle of my Shemana Esrei, don't do two chiyuvim at the same time. You have a chiyuv tefillah, you have a chiyuv avdala, they should be separate. And a chiyuv tefillah and a mailo or a mitzvah of Kaddish Kedusha, so that's not going to be considered a hefsek. Can we discuss like mitzvah tefillah kavana? So we didn't discuss it, but I guess we yeah, could at some point. Like if mitzvah tefillah kavana, then it would be a hefsek. Why? Because. Because you actively. Oh, uh, so for Shemiyak Onan, you have to have kavana to be yotze. So even irrespective of mitzvah, that's the internal day within the Shemakona. So you are having kavana to be yotze um, when you're hearing the Kaddish and Kedusha. Yeah, that's a, I think that's what the Gemara Rosh Hashanah discusses. Fantastic. So that's one approach to this Machlokas. Another approach to this Machlokas, it's not about Dine Hefzik per se, but it's about the nature of Shemakona. Again, according to Rashi, I could listen to Kedusha, be yotze Kedusha through Shemakona, and it's not a Hefzik. According to Tosfos, when I listen to Kedusha and I'm Yosei through Shemiyak Onet, that is a half second in the middle of my Shemona Esrei. So what might the Machlokas be about? When we say Shemiyak Onet, how literal is Kaona? That if you take Shemiyak Onet literally, it's literally as if you are responding, as if you're speaking. So we know speaking is a half second in the middle of Shemona Esrei. So this is also a half second in the middle of Shemona Esrei. But if you think Shemiyak Onet is not a literal transfer of the, you know, the, the physical movement of the lips of the speaker, to the listener. But Shemiyah Ka'one is something in the sense of Shemiyah Ka'aniyah. If you're listening, it's kih. It's, it's not, you shouldn't take it literally. So then you're not speaking, you're just being Yotzei and Mitzvah, and, and, and there wouldn't really be a hefsek over there at all. Um, and this is, and if you, if you, if you um, this is, this I think is a classic way of understanding Zemachokos Rashi Tosfos, 
Um, it, it, it's, it's about, that it's about, it connects to the sugya of Shemiyakone. Shemiyakone literally is if you're responding, which is what we have said. Well, Shemiyakone is halakhically, it, it's, um, we're going to see Lashonos, that it says that you're Yodse the mitzvah through Shemiyah in some way, shape, or form, and therefore it would not be considered a hefsek. Where else does this come up? So just two, two quick nafkaminos, so you could see this being fleshed out, and then we're going to, then we're going to try to explore this, explore this, uh, some of the ramifications a little bit more. So the tzlach on our sugya, on Brachas Achafalif, raises the following possibility. He quotes Tosfos that says, Shamea Ka'one is a hefsek. He understands, that Tosfos, Tosfos understands, that Shamea Ka'one means as if you're literally speaking. So he raises the following question. Let's say I have a suffix, whether or not I'm chayiv in a certain bracha. Fantastic. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm, if I'm chayiv in a certain bracha or not. So what would be a good halakhic solution for the nervous Jew who wants to be yotze the bracha? Shamea Ka'one. Shamea Ka'one. We hear it from somebody else. And then it says, you're not saying the words. So, subic brachos lako, you can't say the words um, because then it might be brachal batala. But this way, you're being yelled say through shamea ka'one. Tzlach says, according to Tosfos, you can't do that. Why not? Because shamea ka'one is literal. It's as if you are saying the words. And the same way, if you said the bracha when it's unnecessary, that is the brachal batala, and potentially in the the same thing would be true if you were yelled say the bracha through shamea ka'one. You look at the underlying part. If you have to say a bracha or not, it sounds like it's a great solution. Take the ke as close and literal as possible. It's as if you are saying the words, and therefore it is as if you are getting yourself in a situation of a suffix bracha la fatala. This brings a big problem for Shemayat Ah, good, good, good. So that's good. According to this, according to this, it might be that the, the institution of, of having a Shemayat Sibur there is it not functioning through Shemayat Kohenet. It's some other halakhic mechanism, which God willing, we'll discuss, we'll discuss when we get there. What do you need a Sibur? But Shemayat Kohenet, you just be allowed, allowed to do it one-on-one. Why do you need 10 people together to have a Shliach Tzibur? So it might indicate that we're not dealing with a regular Shemayat Kaone, it might be some other halakhic mechanism that, that, that is going on. Because there's a shas. Because there's a shas. Because there's somebody who can't. If you read the Gemara straight, it sounds like it's for those people that can't say Shemayat themselves. Um, and it sounds like, therefore, it is some form of Shemayat Kaone, but we'll see there might be indications that, it's, that, it's, that there is a different function or mechanism going on. Why, I understand, from a Kavana perspective, that is giving a higher place to have the kavanah. I, 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 I think that's what the Arizal says. The, the Arizal is brought down in the Sefer Alakha, that, that, that there is, is like the ultimate form of Shmonas, right? And it's better to have kavana, more kavanah in Kazar Sashats than in your regular yeah, personal Shmonas. This is a Sugyo, I think we've discussed this in, we've discussed this in, our, in, our, in, our, in our morning learning, where the Arizal and our Salvechik, like the Kabbalah and the Lambdas, really see eye to eye. And like the Chazar Tashat is like the best, most ideal, you know, highest form of davening. And the simple read of the Gemara and the Rambam, the Rambam basically wanted to get rid of Chazar Tashat because people were talking in the middle of Chazar Tashat. He's like, it's not necessary nowadays because everybody has a sitter. It's like, why do we, why do, we do it? He's like, as a big bushel, the Muslims come into Shul, they walk by Shul, they see everybody chatting in the middle of Shul. Let's just get, let's just, let's, let's just get rid of it. You know, if it, if it was really this high and lofty tefillah of the entire tzibur together, then it's probably, probably, Rambam probably would not have wanted to abolish it. By God willing, we'll have a chance to, to explore that also, in a, maybe in like a month. Um, the, the classic, classic, classic formulation about Shemayat Ka'ona 
Um, but, 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 but regarding this machlokas about Shemakon, it's a base halivi versus the Chazanish. Um, the base halivi is it's found in the back of the base halivi al Torah under the category under Inyanim Shonim, random <laughs> topics. He wrote us he wrote something about this in another place to put it. See, it was published in the back of his parish al Torah under under the uh, under the heading of, of Inyanim Shonim. Somebody 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 wanted to innovate a minhag that for that for uh, Birkas Kohanim, all the Kohanim should stand in front of the shul. But there's, let's say there's only one Kohen with a nice voice. The other Kohen don't know how to sing. So let that one Kohen with a nice voice say Birkas Kohanim, do all the singing. And all the other Kohanim will be able to say through Shemiah Kona. And there were, apparently there was a shul in Italy, I think, where this, this was actually instituted. The Beis Levi thought it was a horrible idea. Like Kaddish. Like Kaddish, yeah. I think the old Ashkenazi Yemenog, the old Yaki Yemenog, there's only have one person say Kaddish. Embroiders, they still do that, right? And the whole and there's like there's like there's a there's a crazy yeah, amount of halachic literature in terms of kedimos. Um, who has kedimos for to say that right. to say that kedusha? Um, so the Beis Halevi writes as follows. Look at the underlying parts. Says Amnam ikar davar lo niyirakla to shemayak ona. Sorry, lo niyirakla. I don't like the idea that one kohen is going to say is going to say birkas kohenim for everybody. That Shemeh Kaona means if there is a mitzvah to say something, a mitzvah to say Kiddush, that Amira, that Dibor, could transfer from me to you. That whenever there is another halakha that is necessary about a certain mitzvah over and above the actual physical speech, uh, the actual physical moving the lips and, 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 and creating of a sound, the speech has to be done in a kol ram, in a, in a loud voice. Who says that extra requirement of kol ram is going to transfer through the halakha of Shemir Kona? And if you look at the Beis Halevi, he says Shemir Kona means it, it is when I say something, it is as if you are saying something. But what transfers? The Maisa Dibor. As I'm saying it, I'm saying Kiddush as if you're saying Kiddush. I'm saying Halal as if you're saying Halal. But everything else about that Maisa Dibor doesn't necessarily transfer. So it's as if you're saying what I'm saying, but only regarding the bare minimum of what I'm doing, which is the Maisa Dibor. The extra halakhic requirements of Kol Ram are not going to transfer, and therefore Shemiyat Kaona is not going to work by Birkas Khan. go it will, yes, yeah, yeah. No, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Pisker read, I don't think we possibly like, but the Pisker read says we don't say Shemir Kona by, um, by Kedusha or, or Kaddish. A similar idea, the Raga Trevor says, this is where the Minnak developed, that that when people read the Megillah, um, everybody says Yasaris Ben Haman um, silently to themselves. Why? Because he says, there is a, for most of the Megillah, there is a Halakha, you're supposed to read the Megillah. That transfers through Shemir Kona. I'm reading it, it's as if you're saying it. By the Saras Benihaman, there is an additional halakha of Nashima Akas. You're supposed to read it all in one breath. That halakha of Nashima Akas can't transfer from me to you, and therefore everybody has to say it by themselves in order to get that extra halakha of Nashima Akas. But what is the basic lady assuming? That my Dibor transfers to you. It is as if you are saying what I am saying, but it's not as if you're saying the way I'm, in terms of the way I'm saying it or how I'm saying it. All the extra requirements are not there. Just my Dibor transfers to you. It's as if you are saying what I am saying. The Chazonish quotes his base of Levi, and he argues with it. He argues with, he argues with it entirely. The, base, the Chazonish says, source number eleven, the Shemir Kona isn't that it's as if my words transfer to you, as if you are saying what I am saying. Rather, look at the look at the beautiful formulation of the Chazonish. The Chivan Sheinyan Shemir Kona, who his Achtos Hashemaya Vameshmiya 
זה בדיבור, וזה, סורי, זה בשמיעה, זה בדיבור וזה בשמיעה. עד שמסיאקריס of me and you, of the Chazan and of everybody else in the shul. So you would have to say that you're saying Exactly. So according to that, what if, however I'm saying it, immediately transfers to you, not because it's as if you're saying the words, because me and you become connected, we become united. There is a hisachtos of HaShomeah of HaMashmiah. Whatever I'm saying, and if you're listening through the mitzvah of HaShomeah Ka'one, you become connected to that statement, and you're going to say through the Shemiah alone, because it's Ki'ilu, you are me, and I, and I, and, and I am you. Again, yeah, the Bisa Levi, the way he sounds like he's saying it, is that I'm me, you're you, I'm doing the mitzvah, I'm saying the words, it's as if you are saying the words independently. Ah, so, what do you, so finish the sentence, please. Yeah, so... <clears throat> So I, th- I, I think I, 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 I'm not holding these figures, but there is a halakha, there is a discussion in the Rishonim about Shemiah Ka'one for the for the Ola. Um, could he could he be Yotze? If he doesn't say anything, could he be Yotze through Shemiah Ka'one? I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember what the what the what the shitos are. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to say anything. Yeah. It's a bikkur satora. You have uh, shuls where the Baal-Maktir, Baal-Haftorah, makes the bracha, and then right. nobody else reads it for them. Right. Right. Unless you say it's like a, what the bracha is like, if you, if you make a bracha on very grave, I have to eat the fruit. I mean, you can't eat the fruit for me. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so, so maybe the, the Torah is different. Yeah, so than, I, uh, yeah, and also the original Takana was that the, oh, the person who makes the bracha should read the Torah for the entire tzibur. So I, that's also a complicating factor. I don't. I, I, there is a sugya about this, but Shemayim Kohen never the Torah. But but I'm not remembering it right now. Um, and that's why, if you read the end of the Chazanish, he says that's why he argues on the Great Halevi on the Beis Halevi because one of the Halevi, I'm saying the words. It's as if you are saying the words, but nothing about my speech is going to transfer over to you. But according to the Chazanish, it's not as if you're saying the words. You're listening. You're not talking at all. It's I'm saying the words, but you are becoming united to my speech through your active listening. That's what he says. His actus hashemayah v'mashmiya zebedibor zebedibor zebeshmiya. Parshas Zakhar is a perfect example of that. That one. Yeah. Just the Valkari reads Parshas Zakhar, but yeah. listens and everyone's mechayev. It's to hear it. But um, yeah, but, but there maybe the mitzvah is to hear it. Maybe according to Bishalivi, the mitzvah is just to say it. So you're saying it. I'm I'm saying it, and that's totally fine. The Chazanish has a bunch of questions. So let's let's say, let's say kiddush. You need to hold the kos. So if you, know, you just transfer the literal words, but nothing else, then maybe everybody should have to hold the coast and listen and listen to listen to the guy making kiddush. Maybe if, I think he also talks about Parshas uh, Nachar somewhere somewhere in this long piece. I only gave you part of it about if you have to read it from a Sefer Torah, so then maybe no, you, that can't transfer that can't transfer according to the base of Levi. Um, you say the same thing about reading Megillah from. So at, I, he, I think he has a question about that also. I think he mentions that he has a whole long yeah. You look, you look at the fourth. This I left on the sheets. Look at the fifth line of the Chazanish. The change kishamei Megillah shemayis hashmiya kedibor akati havikara ba'alpeh folyatsa. According to the Levi, you're still reading it ba'alpeh. So the clearly according to the Levi requires more nuance that you don't need to hold the Megillah and still kol ram doesn't transfer. So holding the Megillah does transfer, but not the kol ram. So you have to you have to figure it out, but these are the types of questions Kazanish asked in the Bisalevi. So let's go bring it back to our Ashito. So let's then we'll just one one short thing for for conclusion. Since I 
Um, so according to Beis Levi, it's as if you're speaking. I'm, I'm saying the words. I'm saying Kiddush. I'm saying Kedusha. You're listening. It's as if you're speaking. That is going to be like Tosfot. That's why it's considered Hapsik. But according to Rashi, Shemiah Kona doesn't mean it's as if the other person is speaking. The other person is tapping into my Dibor. The other person is tapping into my Dibor. It's not as if, not as if I'm speaking. And therefore, it may not be considered Hapsik, according to Rashi, for you to be Yotzi Kedusha when you're in the middle of Shemona Asri. And that is another way of explaining the machokas between Rashi and Tosos. Just, just to conclude, um, just to conclude, in addition to Shemea Ka'one, there's a principle of Yatsa Motzi. Shemea Ka'one means I'm Chayev, you're Chayev, I'm being Yotzi my mitzvah, and that, and that transfers over to you. Yatsa Motzi means, let's say I was already Yotzi my mitzvah of Kiddush. Could I then recite Kiddush for you? So as we know in Jewish practice, that's totally fine. Why? Because the Gemara is a principle of Yatsa Motzi. Even though I'm Yotzi, I could still be Motzi you. The Gemara connects that to to our two and therefore, even though I'm Yotzei Mitzvah, I'm still I could still I could still, I could still read the Megillah for you. How does Arvus work? So one approach is like the Ram. Look at source number fourteen. Just go through this very quickly. The Ram source number fourteen explains. Shall we call Yisrael Arabim Zelim Zelim Mitzvos? The Kavan Shelo Yatsa Chaviru Kmi Shelo Yatsa Hudami. It's a fantastic line. I already said Kish. But if there's any Jew no, there's in the world, exactly. I not that I'm responsible for his chiyuv. I wasn't yoti my chiyuv yet. What does this assume about the nature of mitzvos? Every single mitzvah has two elements to it. There's a personal obligation on me to do a mitzvah. There's also an chiyuv that is chal on Kali Yisrael as a whole. And I, until every Jew has fulfilled their mitzvah, I am still a baruch yuva, and therefore I can be mutzi them through regular shemayak ona. That's fantastic. The Ran is fantastic. But not all the Rishonim say like the Ran. So I'm Rishonim. Look at the Ritzkiel. Source number four. Source number fifteen. Sorry? Then you never really exactly. Yeah. In this recurrent reality, <laughs> no Jew is ever actually Yotzei their entire Chi of Kiddush. Because there are Jews out there in the world that are not Yotzei Kiddush. It's a fantastic, it's, this round is a fantastic line. Oh, Rabbi Shitzvineria has an essay about Arvos and Achtos and Am Yisrael. Um, in, oh, intertwining Halakha and Adata, he, this round features prominently in the Halakha section. Um, um, but, it's not, but it's not the only way to explain, to explain Arvos. The Chazanish has a very, very beautiful line. Look at source number 16. He says, he says as follows. Shemiah Kona means I'm Chayev, you're Chayev. I'm, I'm, I'm reciting a text. You're connected to my, to my recitation, and, and therefore you're Yotzei. But if I'm, if I'm not doing a mitzvah, if I'm just you know, reading, re- reading a random book, there's no principle of Shemiah Kona that's going, that's going to be operative. Good. So if I was already Yotzei, and you're not Yotzei, so if I'm reciting, if I'm saying, reading the Megillah, and I'm saying Kiddush, I'm not doing a mitzvah. So if I'm not, I'm not doing a mitzvah, Shemiah Kona shouldn't transfer to you. Chazanish says as follows. What does Arvos and Shemir Ka'ona teach us? That you have the ability, you're still Chayiv in the mitzvah. I'm not Chayiv, you're Chayiv. But through your listening, you are becoming connected to my, to my statement, to my recitation. So who is the one that is creating the Michalos mitzvah out of this statement? Not the speaker, but the listener. Generally speaking, I'm Chayiv in mitzvah, I am the one saying it, and this is now, my statement is now a mitzvah, and you could tap into that by listening. But in the case of Yatsamotzi, the Chazanish argues, because the his achtos, the achtos between the, the speaker and the listener is so strong, the listener, through his listening, through his active listening with Kavana to my statement, is creating the Chapsa Mitzvah out of my statement. And that's the way the Yatsamotzi works. That when I'm, I was Yotzi Kiddush already, I'm being Mutzi and Kiddush, it's not like I'm still Chayo because you are in Yotzi yet. No, I'm totally Pater. But I could still, you, but you're, the fact that you are listening to my statement, Gives koach, gives a chapsah mitzvah, gives a mitzvah status to my statement, such that you can then be yotze through listening to that mitzvah. 
It's a fascinating, fascinating way, fascinating way of going, going, of going about it. It's different than the Ran. Again, I'm not, I'm not Chayev. I'm Patsar from the Mitzvah. What I'm saying is not a Mitzvah in and of itself. But through your listening, you are being Mekayim a Mitzvah, and that creates the status of a Mitzvah for my statement. Um, why is this interesting? Why is this important? Because in other legal systems, we do have notions of proxies, right? So you, you empower a lawyer, empower other people to do things, to do things for you. So we, in Halakha, we have a concept of Shlikos, we have a concept of Shemiyah Kohen, like the Levi. I'm doing something, it's as if, it's as if you're doing it. It, tra- the, it transfers over to you. But this notion of his achtos, that Shlikos Adam Kamoso, we assume the means Kamoso Mamish, that there's a certain... So this is a certain integration of the two personalities, or Shamea Ka'one in the version of the version of the Chazanish, that there is a certain hisaktos of the Shamea and the Mashmiya, that we that you are tapping into my statements so much so that you are creating a mitzvah out of what I'm saying. That is something which I don't think we do find in in, in, in other legal systems. And when you look when you look at what the Bali Machshava have to say about the Sugya Shamea Ka'one and about the Sugya Shlokosh on the Kamoso, what do they fall back on? What is this? What is this, What is this, What value is being expressed through these principles? That there's a certain achtos that always exists in Am Yisrael anyway, and that achtos is created through the fabric of the Torah. And therefore, regarding certain mitzvos, we don't treat Jews as independent entities. We treat Jews as being able to be united. His achtos shomeyan mashmiya through the mitzvah through the mitzvahs of the Torah. So much so that the listener can actually create a standards of a mitzvah for something which I am saying, even though, even though I was already Yotze. I quoted, there's a Mekobo, a Vidal Konika, he was a, I found this in Otsar Chachma, he was a, um, he was a Tamachacham trained in Yeshiva Beitel, Yeshiva Mekobalim in Yerushalayim. Um, so he, he, he this, this is his theory about Shemek Ona and about Shul Vashul Adam Kamoso, that it's about the fact that Am Yisrael is Mu'uchadis anyway, and the halakha is expressing this deeply, this, this deeply ingrained Jewish value. Um, thank you so much. Halakha If you're in the middle of Shemanes, we hear Kedusha. You could be silent. Be yotzei through Shemir Um And that Havdalah is a shayla in the in the Kanabri Paskin. Because Kohenim, we yeah, we're passing a Safer Berkos Kohenim also. Yeah.